Julie. I think. Welcome to Hey Julie. It's a podcast um. about something or whatever. <laughs> I think it's like a really good, like. I think we've got we've gotten really into the deep Hey Julie stands like this season yeah. like the the real cream has like risen to the top in terms of yes. people who like are here for the Richard Jewell takes. <laughs> I think also another thing is like people could be like, all right, Hey Julie, this is a podcast I've never heard of. What is the release schedule for such a for such a program? Uh, and it's only the real Julie stands will know if it's an interesting week twice two pods a week <laughs> right. if nothing's it go good dip right like you do not you and i didn't even have to text each other to be like we're not we even knew. doing one on monday <laughs> no we knew because listen brett and i you all know this we do this podcast out of joy and as a hobby we aren't being paid to do this we do this out of our passion for yes. big brother so when that passion gets depleted mm. we're not taking time out of our busy schedules to talk about, you know, a Sunday Big Brother episode where nothing shocking happens. Nothing Honestly, exciting happens. I didn't. Honestly, I didn't even watch it on Sunday I haven't night. watched that episode either. <laughs> I mean, this season, on a season where nothing happens. So, so no, you guys, and the real Hey Julie stands now. At this point, you get what you get. <laughs> I mean, we have our own fans being like, yo, I'm not watching either, yeah. but can I still listen to the podcast? Or like, uh, you know, is it okay if I don't watch? Or I'm like, fuck, do what is best for you. We have, we're all going through a lot right now. It's a lot. And it's... Yeah. We learned... One thing we learned on Thursday night's episode is there's going to be a triple eviction, which is the first time I believe it's ever happened on U.S. Big Brother. And I'm like, this should have happened five weeks ago. I mean, just make it, just just do the finale on Thursday yeah, night. Yeah, <laughs> just end it. Like, I have to imagine, I haven't looked because I haven't cared that much, but I have to imagine the ratings are just plummeting. You can even see it in the way that Julie introduces certain topics on, yes. on Thursday night where it's like, She's talking about Davon and Kevin. She's like, well, whoever stays will become a valuable number for the remaining people. It's like, who cares? It's like the end of a sports game. It's like, yeah. it's like 45 to 7. And Al Michaels and and Phil, Chris Collinsworth are kind of just like, they're just really trying to pull. They're just really plucking like, well, this guy's uh Mom was a <laughs> Division Three volleyball star, and like just really trying to to make anything sort of happen conversationally yeah. with what we're watching. Yeah, and it just doesn't. Julie obviously loves Davon, and now Davon's gone. Julie doesn't like any of these people. Left. No, no, I, and, at all. And while Kevin is worth rooting for, sure, he's. Quite miserable to watch play. Like I really <laughs> cannot stand him. I He's an adult he, man. He I walks. Think he comes across really well on the edited show. They give him like his zingers. They give him his zingers. He has oh. great facial expressions. Oh yeah, sure. No, absolutely. I mean, he did this one thing where his like eyes went back and forth, like beep boop, beep boop, beep boop, beep boop, and they do a little sound effect that it I just like did. Jack Black, yeah. I was like, how could you do... I, I tried doing that. Oh, I can't even do that. <laughs> yeah, his DRs are really good, but it's like, he gets nominated or doesn't win something and he walks around like Charlie Brown is like I don't know what happened yeah can you tell me what's going on oh, yeah. I just I hate I don't know if that's like an act to like seem more like worse Pathetic. of a player than he yeah. is yeah but I hate watching that and but I mean his, his DRs are great yeah you're right there yeah that's the and that's the value of being a casual people I mean, I really, I can't imagine anyone is still watching the feeds. Even the people who like have Twitter feeds or have websites dedicated to the feeds have to be like, I don't want to do this anymore. They have to be like, shit, can I just call it on the season? Like, it's a wrap, BB22. It is a wrap. Can you believe that All-Stars 2, the season we all wanted for years and years, is the season that effectively has killed Big Brother? 
Yeah, it's it's pretty incredible. It's pretty. I mean, I mean, maybe we maybe we don't have any returners. It, it, you know, if Big Brother happens, if Julie Chen is even on the show any yeah. any day. By the way, happy birthday, Charlie Moonves. Oh, happy birthday, Charlie! <laughs> that was that, I and mean, that goes to show how little Julie cares about this season. Her professionalism has sunk into new new lows. She yeah, she's sunk into the depths of the people who are like. Was it uh, who was the guy? Was it Clay, the guy who every time he voted was like, "Hi, mom, hi, dad, hi, Stevie, hi, Bobby, hi," and literally listed like fourteen people every time, and like, "Please go to my website. This is this doc." Just like eight hundred things, and right. Julie was like, "Just say the damn vote." Right, and like right, it right. was, I think it was Clay in like BB seventeen. I think it was that season, but like. Julie's one yeah. of them now. Julie's she's, now one of them. She's she's got her own. She's got not in not an anchor to sell. Whatever no. the hell that um, that nautical themed jewelry store is called. And listen, we'll talk about Thursday night and Julie's outfit. But first, let's go back to Wednesday. I did not watch Wednesday's episode, but Brad did. And the only important thing about <laughs> Wednesday's episode is gotta be Zingbot, right? No, well. I do want to talk about your boy Memphis for a bit. <laughs> yeah, go on. Because you did miss, because okay. you did miss a key a key bit of strategy here on, on Memphis's part. Granted, okay. again, there were six possible episodes for your hosts to watch this week. <laughs> Sunday, Wednesday, Thursday for both of us. That's three right. times two. That's six. Yeah. Your intrepid hosts watched three of the possible six airings. <laughs> So neither of us watched Sunday night. I don't know what the hell Memphis, but basically, I mean, we knew this from the feeds and stuff is that Memphis was like, I got a plan and I'm telling nobody. Right. But it's like, it was an obvious plan. So, All these plans are obvious. No. Well, so he nominated, so he's like, I'm nominating Davon and David because I'm go- I'm going to be the one to personally backdoor David as if David is the second coming of Dan Giesling or <sighs> Vanessa or like one of these people who are just, you know, they're a cockroach, like a, like a strong cockroach, like someone right. who's like impossible to get out. You have to kill you have to kill them in a way that they don't even have a chance to win the veto or anything. So yeah. it's like he nominates David and Davon and then like the rest of the committee comes in and he's like. He's it's just like it's like such a Joe Bluth moment. He's like, I'm backdooring David, everybody. <laughs> and everyone's like, Nicole, Danny, Cody, they're all like, What? That's a horrible idea. David clearly has nobody in this house. Why are you right. doing that? Don't we want to get out? So it kind of got into this situation here where the committee kind of split into halves a little bit, and the guy's side of it, Tyler, Cody, were like, wait, why the hell do we want to? Get out, David. Like, he's clearly a loner. And if anything, he kind of still wants to be friends with, like, Cody and Tyler. And on the other side, you have uh, you have Davon. You have Nicole and Danny who are kind of like they're not working with Davon, but like they're keeping that open, like as a little option. So it's just it's just horrible, horrible play by our, our guy Memphis here. Just the the king of just being an inclusive Loving, thoughtful guy. Listen, here's what I'll say in defense of Memphis's plan. Yes. So, as you just mentioned, getting out Kevin or getting out Davon would piss off Danny and Nicole. Getting out Kevin would piss off the others. No, wouldn't it piss off? I mean, nobody cares about Kevin. No, no one really cares. So, yeah, you could get out Kevin and no one would care. But I also think you would get out David and no one would care. Maybe Christmas, I guess. Yeah, well, that I mean, I, I mean, I, I just think like at least the Cody, Enzo, Tyler guys were like, David's not really a threat, and he kind of, I, he's still very much like workable, and we actually have a scene. I think, I, I that was on Thursday night where like, yeah, Christmas kind of campaigns to David to try and get him. I wanted like, to rock David's very during ga- that. Oh my god, it was horrible. I hate. I really just Christmas. cannot stand Christmas's <laughs> face. Like in DRs, when she's talking, the way she and the way she talks to anyone, her expressions, oh yeah, her mouth, her eyebrows, no, like she, everything about it is really bothersome to me. She does this <sighs> thing where it's like you can tell, you can tell when she like shows up to the DR and she's like ready to perform, right? And 
I mean, for all, as much as we like throw shade on Nicole, sometimes Nicole shows up the DR without makeup on and cries and is like really human. Right. Like, sorry, she is yeah. made or whatever. But Christmas shows up and she's like, like I don't, I don't mean to like critique a, a woman's like appearance or anything. I'm just being. I'm just stating the facts. I feel like where it's like she shows up, she like puts on a ton of makeup and she's like doing this thing where she's like, I'm Christmas and I'm like seductively evil. Right. She does this like bond mistress thing that is like, there's clearly an on and off switch in a way that everyone is a bit performative in there, but you do also have these human moments from, from most of the people there where they're like, even Nicole is like crying and she's like really upset about something and she doesn't have to spin it as like, I'm an evil mastermind. Me, me, me. Right. Or just like when you, and it's obviously unfair to compare anyone to Davon because Uh, queen of big brother, we all are aware But, I mean, talk about someone who's real in the DR and doesn't need to turn it on because that's just who she is. Yeah, And it comes across. And, she, yeah, as you said, like, yeah, she's not afraid to be vulnerable. We see her, like, on every every level when she's mad, when she's sad, when she's happy, when she's, like, proud, whatever. Um, Yeah, and whenever Christmas is in there, I just see her talking to the producer being like, was that good? Wait, let me do one more and I'll make it really like spicy this time. Oh, you know? God, yeah. I can no, just see it. Yeah, she just wants to be like this spicy, like seductress. Ugh. Like, it's like, I'm sexy, but I'm bad sort of thing. And it's Ugh. gross. <laughs> and her talking with David, I just like, it made me dislike David. The way, he, like the fact that they're working together. I mean, and poor I was, David I, is I was so coming alone. around on him. I know he has no other options, but you you guys know since day one, Christmas has been canceled for me. So now <laughs> <laughs> for this happen. Danielle is the is the super far left, the yes. AOC left, <laughs> trying to cancel Christmas and eradicate the suburbs. <laughs> exactly. Not on my watch. <laughs> Um, so anyway, bring me back to Wednesday. All right, we'll Zingbot, whatever. We'll get through Zingbot. We'll talk about Thursday. Yeah. Zing number one. I can't, I'm not going to do the voice. I can't yeah. believe I'm on BB All Stars. And frankly, I can't believe you're here either, David. Yes. Okay. All right. That was yep. fine. That was That's fine. Good. That makes sense. Hey, Enzo, what's more pathetic than a man in his 40s still calling himself the Meow Meow? Nothing. <laughs> I was okay. all right. I was yeah, all right. I like it. I like it. They get, I think they do get better. I wish this one was better. Memphis, most people think of you as Dan's number one, but to me, you're more of a giant number two. Oh, no. That should have been... That could have been so much better. They should have just called him a piece of shit. Yeah, they should have called him a piece <laughs> of shit. And or they should have called him like a washed up grandpa. They should have called him an old like loser. Yeah. They they have there's so much more to work with there. Call him fat. He's not I fat. Know. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I feel like he would take it very personally though. Oh, he would, yes. Cody, you're a perfect 10, but enough about your IQ. That's not bad. Cody kind of took that a little bit weird. And Cody is like, for someone who's like probably going to win this season, I I feel like we don't even see much of him and he's boring every time he's on TV. Yeah. All right. We're getting better here. Danny, from your first season on BB, you looked like an old pro. Now you just look old. Oh, <laughs> how rude. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. We're getting into it now. Christmas. What's the difference between you and the holiday season? One is a cold, one is cold, stress inducing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Christmas. What's the difference between you and the holiday season? One is cold, stress inducing and annoying. And the other is the holiday season. Yes. That yes. was good. Good. I hope that was good. But I bet she was like, huh, they got me. Oh, yeah. And she got to do this little thing where she like flipped off uh, Zingbot and they they blurted out. That one was interesting because they cut to the DRs after each one of these jokes and like, you know, 
I don't know. They cut after Enzo gets done. He's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I call myself the Meow Meow, whatever. Maybe I should change that or whatever. But yeah. after the Christmas one, all the people in the DR were like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she it's, is annoying. She is annoying, and I'm I'm also a bit afraid of her. <laughs> she doesn't leave me alone. Yeah, because she's gonna ram her car into yours in the parking lot. Oh my god, Kevin! I came up with a nickname that captures you perfectly and has a great ring to it. Boring. Yes. Yeah. Kind I, of. Yeah. Tyler, what do you call someone who's? What do you call someone who says the real winner gets the girl and not 500k? A liar. All right. All right. That could have been way better. Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think that one could have been better. I think Memphis could have been better. Day, yeah. Vaughn, you've done three seasons of Big Brother and two seasons of The Challenge. So I'm dying to know which reality show will you lose next? <laughs> That's good. That's all right. That's fine. And here we go. This is a musical. This is a musical. Oh, clue. God. Yeah. Nicole, I wrote a song for you. Here comes the bride. She loves to whine and cry. Every time I hear her voice, I want to fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> they bleeped out the fucking. But That's good. I it like was, that. That was good. That was incredible. Nicole was like melting. She was like, she, you could Very see upset. her soul leave her body. It was great. Oh, come on. None of these are so mean that like, it's not like that, that bad. These people have Twitter. Like, don't they? <laughs> they see things worse than this every day when they're out I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. You're right. I don't know. Bye. I mean, maybe they block everybody. I don't know. Like, if you would... I mean, as, as like, Big Brother celebrities, like, you'd make right. me internationally. Yes. Um, I mean, we get, we get our fair share of hate mail. I mean, we comments. got a lot of hate during BBOTG because I was... I was getting into flame wars with people online. Were you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we are still to this day, we're blocked by a couple accounts. Oh shit. <laughs> I didn't know and that. Like, and I think they're big accounts because like they get retweeted into our timeline, but we can't see the tweet because they blocked <laughs> us because of me going rogue during the OTT being like defending the ball smashers. <laughs> <laughs> on Thursday night, like after the episode, I knew you would like tweeted about it live because I like jumped into the Twitter account and I saw like the number was like the number of responses on the notifications tab was like a number that I couldn't even show. It just said like 10 oh, plus and I'm like, yeah. oh gosh. So it's like it's a number that the badge is doesn't even really want to count anymore. I'm like, oh, right. Danielle's Danielle's spitting fire on uh, <sighs> eviction night. Yeah, should we get to eviction night? Should we? We shall. That was it from Wednesday. Tyler won the veto. Who cares? Who cares? Here's the thing, and this is what I said. I've been saying because you know people know that during the summer, and I know it's now fall officially. But Big Brother is kind of like my thing, <laughs> and so people know to ask me like, "Oh, how's Big Brother? Like, are you loving it? Oh, that God, show's yeah. still on." Blah blah blah, and I was like. <laughs> I don't even know. I had to take a minute and realize I didn't even know who won. I couldn't remember who won HOH this week. And I didn't even check who won Vita, really. And and same thing happened after Thursday night's episode is usually I would, like, be on Twitter trying to look oh, and yeah. see who wins HOH. I'd, if I had the feeds, if I was interested in the season, I'd be staying up, like, waiting for them to come back on. And now I'm just, hi. Yeah, you can come get it. Um, now, I'm just, I don't even care. Like, I didn't need to check and see who won HOH because it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, when when you, and when you eventually do, you go, okay, this completely confirms Yeah, my... this will still suck. <laughs> this yeah. will still be bad. Yeah, uh, it, it will be. I mean, I mean, the, the triple, we can talk about it later as we wrap up, but like, the triple should be exciting in that, like, a bunch yeah, of people Yeah, send, send their go. asses home. Like, but thank like, God. I, I, here's the thing, though. Like, uh, barring barring something crazy happening, I can't imagine... I I can't imagine more than one of the, of the, like, majority group going, even though it's a triple eviction. Like, all right, David or Kevin will 
probably go home and the other one will probably go home in the second one. And then maybe some white person will go home on the third one. Right. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe, maybe, you know, I, Alice I, yeah, and Grodner totally. will come back in and totally. Franza will get like a bonus life sort of power. Um, yeah, there's just no one. There's truly no one to care about anymore on this show. Now that shall we discuss? Well, there was one person to care about. But she's gone. Well, I was going to say, Julie Chen moved best. <laughs> I mean, Julie is also gone. It's like that Taylor Swift song. Like, the real Julie Chen isn't here anymore. She's dead. The I'm old very, Julie Chen is dead. I'm very aware of the song you're talking about. I just, um, <laughs> all right, let's discuss Julie's look on Thursday night. It was a almost like a nude-ish, fleshy color. It's pink. The lightest like a, of pinks. Yeah. It was yeah. satin and mm-hmm. figure figure forming. Hugging in all the right places, but with a light with a light touch, not too tight. It's classy. Classy. Hair was down. Yeah, she kept it classy, I would say, for this eviction. Yeah, I mean you didn't see not not too much cleavage. It was covering her up pretty much up to her shoulders and her neck. Yeah, and it got it hit at the knee. So mm-hmm. a light calf was seen. A shapely calf, if you will. Um, I think this dress was classy. It was understated. I actually found this dress hot. I liked this dress when I saw it 10 years ago <laughs> in a movie called Bridesmaids because it was a bridesmaids dress. She was wearing a bridesmaids dress on national television. The well, dress was- that if you are a woman or if you know women, you have heard many complaints about, OMG, my best friend's getting married and I saw the bridesmaids dresses and I want to die. OMG, my sister is getting married. I saw the bridesmaids dresses and there was a fight on the on the Facebook Messenger thread because one girl wants to wear this bridesmaids dress and the other one doesn't. It stressed me out, reminding me of all these weddings. It's all just wedding drama. However, I'll give it a hot. <laughs> Wow, that unlocked some trauma for Brett. That dress. Yeah, you ever, you ever been on a been at a wedding, like maybe more of a destination wedding, and like mm. drama unfolds through the week about it's. Let's be real, folks. I'm, I, as Julie says, like don't judge unless you be judged oh, no, or whatever. Of course. Lots of the drama is coming from the bridal party. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The grooms, the grooms party is like. They're just chilling. Mm-hmm. It's all about just making sure. No, you know what? Everyone They're is probably, conscious by end of week. I don't know about that actually. I bet okay. the groom's party is actually responsible for the for their being drama. They're just oh. they aren't aware because they're trying to chill. Oh. But they were probably late to some events, which caused a lot of friction. Oh, who cares? They probably went to the wrong place. They are probably wearing the wrong thing. And that's what's causing drama. Let me just say. I, I, you know what? I agree to, I agree to disagree and um, <laughs> we'll save it for. No, you know what? Why are we even talking tough about as you know nails. Causes, You know who really causes the drama? The families. <laughs> the families. Oh, gosh. <laughs> anyway. I really want to meet Christmas's parents. Do you think Christmas has a relationship with her family? God, I can't even picture it. It's so hard for me to picture. I can picture her relationship with her son and I can picture her relationship with the other moms like at drop off. Oh, God. Um, But I cannot picture her having parents and what that's like. No, I can either. I don't know if I want to. I they are one of two things and only two things and nothing in the middle. They are either like very like obese and slovenly (laughs) and like. Just like the opposite of Christmas. Right. Who's like, I'm getting out of here. I'm like, I know the dangers of obesity. I will and, never go back. Yeah. And sloth. Mm-hmm. And I will never go back. Or it's like someone who's like Christmas, but like 30 years older and like, but you know, basically just like. Just as intense. Just as intense, just yeah. as like workout crazy. And they're like peas in the pod. They're exactly the same. 
Yeah, I I'm gonna say probably peas in a pod. Okay, that's my guess. We'll get some research on that. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder. Oh God, that I, I'll die if we get an at home like with Christmas's family segment. Don't put that into the universe. You already cursed us this season <laughs> by, by making her win, up, putting Christmas on the season in the first place. Don't will into existence an at home with Christmas's family segment, eating up time on my television, cursing my living room. Do you think that segment would even cross the Canadian airwaves? It better not. Like the entire show, the show would go on. And then when it's like time for that segment, there would just be that like sort of test, test signal. Yes. With like the little, I don't know, but it's like a Canadian one. Yeah. There better be, if they have any respect (laughs) for themselves, which I think Canadians do. Respect the leaf. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So should we discuss it all? Like... I, I really don't like the the gameplay I'm doing for your quotes of this season is so convoluted and pointless <laughs> that I don't even know if we need to discuss it. But we do, of course, we need to talk about Davon's speech. Yeah, well, I do. I do have some gameplay notes from before okay. the eviction. I mean, right. convoluted and pointless. That's the name of the new restaurant that Memphis is opening. Because <laughs> he's like, I'm going to start two alliances, two final right. three alliances. They're going to have the same name. They're the wise guys. But Christmas is in one of them. And she's like, I'm not a guy. <laughs> Which I thought was fun. like a rare moment of Christmas, <laughs> like standing up for herself just right. a, a little bit. Yeah. I thought that was convoluted and weird. Uh, during a lot of the the pre the pre gaming the campaigning sort of bit here, there were multiple times where Devon referred to Christmas as old girl. <laughs> <laughs> that I just I just wanted to clock that as Love if Christmas that. were just like a retired horse that <laughs> Devon knows because <laughs> it's like all right well I got Danny I got Nicole uh, maybe I can get old girl. <laughs> I just thought it was so funny. Mare, she ain't what she used to be. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, that's great. Oh, we'll miss her. RIP day one. Oh. Yeah. That was it. Those are it. That was Me- well, Memphis's alliances and the old girl thing. Memphis said something after he did his, his two new alliances where he was like, wow, that was a lot easier than I thought. <laughs> and I was just like, that's why this season sucks. I... <laughs> everyone's just like yeah okay we'll do an alliance yeah we'll just form a majority alliance and vote out. yeah okay easy i can't believe final two is gonna be memphis and cody and cody's gonna win i know just because he's like younger and hotter yeah he is younger and hotter. i do agree to that people cody don't is- like memphis but like i don't know they keep they keep him around for some reason cody's quite handsome um, <laughs> they do. They, I don't know. He's a good target, I guess, to have in front of you. Yeah, I mean, he sucks. Yeah, so I could see him potentially being like a target on, depending on like if if Danny wins. Yeah, during the triple. During the triple, like I could see her putting up like M- Enzo in Memphis. A two-hour episode. That is my god. Next week is going to be in- insane. Like. Sorry to bring it back to sports, but it's like we have you're going to have the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, as as I know you're you're very well versed in. Mm, that's next week, huh? They're going on right now. <laughs> they're going on right now, but they're going to continue into next week potentially. We've got are the NBA Finals. They're in. They're in Edmonton. They are. They're doing a bubble in Edmonton. Didn't you get the old Edmonton Times? Didn't you get the old? The old uh, Morse code from no, from I Edmonton. No, I have no clue, but that's okay. This is good to know. All right, give me another. What else is happening? NBA Finals, football, baseball. Hey, Julie, double, triple eviction. You got a lot of stuff going on. It is a it's a big week if you love sports and Big Brother next week for you. So that's exciting. Love for Island you. is still growing, still rocking and rolling. <laughs> People want us to do Love Island. Um, well, People wait. have sent us clips, and I've watched clips, and <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I, I don't even, I don't, I'm not even going to watch any of the clips people send me anymore. That show is repulsive to watch. It's. I'm sorry, I just don't. <laughs> just thinking, just thinking of thinking Love about Island. Island, yeah. But um, wait, back to Thursdays before we even get <laughs> ahead of ourselves talking about next week. 
let's just pour one out. We have to take one minute to oh. really give Javon her due diligence. I love it. I love it. She she spoke. Matt's speech was 18 minutes long. <laughs> like, and, and I love it. was so, like, the favoritism is so clear. Uh, where Julie's like, uh, let, like, she just kept talking. It was a great speech. She's yeah, such yeah. a good public speaker. She's like, incredible. It was incredible. They should show that in high school. So be like, here's how you present a speech. But, um... It was so funny. She says that Kevin talks for like two sentences and Julie's like, all right, Kevin, you, you got to wrap it up. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, Kevin's good. Like, I don't think Kevin's great. Kevin's great in the one-on-one setting of the DR. He's not, right. he's not like. But he also wasn't, he really wasn't bad. Like his speech was fine as well. It just paled in comparison to days. Here's the thing. This is just good producing. Mm. They know who's getting voted out tonight. Mm. And they know who's going to be making the same speech this time next week. Right. Devon's leaving. Kevin, one week from Thursday night, is going to be like, Hey, guys, I you know <laughs> if you can really find me a value to your personal game, uh, you know. So yeah. what he said about diversity, what he said about inclusion. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. I love it. I love that he was using that moment. Um, yeah for that but like his speeches otherwise are like boring and we're, we're gonna hear him again i promise you yeah we're gonna exactly. hear him he's gonna be on the block one more time he's given it a bunch of times and i'll give it again yeah but nicole i mean nicole davon's was so good she specifically talks about how she's gonna use um the jury i loved that and yeah. it just like struck a chord for me to watch like She's giving this speech. She's talking about how, like, someone who looks like her hasn't won Big Brother. We, I know Tamar won Big Brother Celebrity, but who's won actual, the real, yeah. like, the real Big Brother. Um, and, you know, they cut to, like, Christmas and Danny and whoever watching. Maybe not, Dan- not Danny, but, like, Christmas and whoever. And they're all watching and, like, wow, so wrapped. And, like, you know, you can, yeah. you can see in their heads they're thinking – they're thinking like, oh, I should look really interested in this because I want to make sure I show everyone at home like how supportive I am of this. As I vote her out. Exactly. <laughs> and then they go and vote her ass out. Like that is that is it in a nutshell. And no, like Nicole, I'm pretty sure Nicole and Danny are the two who didn't, right? Yes. Yeah, that's right. So I'll exclude them from that. But the rest of them, fuck y'all. Like, give me a break, especially Christmas. Oh God. Christmas is such a useful idiot to these people and will be among the first people to be, I think, uh, in the first half of people to probably get voted out in this next phase of the game. Um, I know there's still like kind of two more people before like the white people <laughs> start all going after <laughs> each other. But like, uh, yeah, I or Christmas will make it to the end just because everyone kind of sees her as someone to win against. Right. It was just like Devon's speech and then that, like, yes, then them all voting her out. It was just so, per- like, it perfectly showed her point. Um, and then very clearly, Julie loves her. Julie, yeah. you could tell, just wanted to, like, hang out with her and have all the time in the world with her. That's nice to see. I don't think, like, I think we're going to see a shift in Julie's interviewing style now because I really don't think she likes any of these people that much. Like, I think she might like Cody a little bit. Oh, she just wants to be a little Miss Robinson situation. Cody, Mm -hmm. who who doesn't? Honestly, that's a scandal I could get behind. But, (laughs) But, yeah, it's sort of, that's it, right? Like, that's it for the likable players. At least Day went out with a bang. She had a great speech. Now she'll get to be fun in Jury House. It was really sad. Like the parts of her talking about how she couldn't be herself and how that's like indicative of how like black people probably feel like they can't be themselves when they're surrounded by all these white idiots who immediately all go off and form a group. And then you can't, you know, there's no way of penetrating that group just based on the fact that you're not like them. It's, Sad. You know, I mean, it goes back to what Bailey was saying when she was nominated a couple of weeks ago of just like everyone in this house kind of gets to act however they want. But the second Bailey 
brings her voice or her tone to a level of distress or something the way other people might, it's all of a sudden it's like, whoa, yeah, stop being crazy, calm down. And like, you know, so that's, I mean, that's what, that's what she's talking about. It's what Javon's talking about. Um, yeah. One last thing I want to talk about about Thursday's episode. Yeah. Dr. Will. Oh. The ne- the neighbor next door. Listen, I like Dr. Will a lot. I think he's an amusing presence. And I don't want to shame anyone for their looks. But. Hey, we're all struggling here in the core. Dr. Will, I think, has done one procedure too many. Or the yeah. makeup was tough. <laughs> like something was going on where, especially because I recently watched, like this summer I watched um, the first All-Stars. And uh-huh. I know that was many moons ago. People are allowed to age in whatever way they want. But he looked, he looked suspect. <laughs> A little yeah, suspect. I caught that one of the last few years when they bring him in for the end of that, that jury panel. And it's like, oh. Someone, someone did a little nip tuck on themselves. I don't like, know if it's the light. Yeah, if it's the like, maybe it looks good in person. If it was the harsh CBS lighting oh. or the the makeup that perhaps he had to apply himself because it's coronavirus time, so you can't have a makeup artist that close to you to touch you. I don't know. All I know is the neighbor woke up on the wrong side of the bed. But I mean, what what is a neighbor? Other than someone who you see through the good and the bad, you see him in the robe, you see him, you know, getting home at night drunk and you're like, well, we have good fences, you know. Can I tell you? What's I, up? I, like, Julie was hyping up the neighbors so much. Yeah. I was kind of hoping it was going to be Grover Johnson. <laughs> who? You know, that CBS show, The Neighborhood. Grover Johnson? <laughs> That's the name of the character. Like, <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, Danielle. You confused me with someone who watches The Neighbors. I don't watch it either, but that commercial played for so many times in between before Big Brother, like a couple summers ago. It's oh, like yeah. Max, Max, what's his name? Greenfield. Greenfield? Yeah. And Cedric the Entertainer. And there's a part in the show where it's like, it's like, oh, here's the neighborhood. Meet the neighbors. And he goes, Grover Johnson. <laughs> so I was just hoping, listen, I was hoping for a little, I thought that would have been honestly hilarious to promote a old CBS sitcom. That's what this season deserves to me. Um, can we go into TV? <laughs> can we talk about TV for a little bit while we're here? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I tweeted I tweeted something last week because I saw a commercial for a movie on the Netflix streaming device about Sherlock Holmes. Yes. <laughs> but his and his precocious little sister. Enola. Enola. <laughs> Played by Millie Bobby Brown of uh, who I've Stranger had enough. Things. I've had enough of her. Oh no, we've all had enough. I can't think of someone who I've had enough of who I've like actually seen. Like I, I watched the first season of Stranger Things, and I was like, this was really good. And then the second season came out, and I started to watch episode one. And I was like, this is not for me. Like this was this was nice as like one little thing, but I'm I I will not be continuing with our with our little no. nerdy friends without the without the front teeth and the the one. That is a girl, and the one that looks like a girl, and <laughs> Ghostbusters. I don't know. I can't do this, yeah. and I've done. And I've had enough, particularly of Millie Bobby Brown. I don't think it's Millie's fault. I will say that as she is a child. They're all children. I to- I feel like I've said this <laughs> she on feels this like podcast. A- <laughs> I I think Stranger <laughs> Things should not have been allowed to do anything after the first season. They should have like great. All the kids earned a paycheck. They all got a high. They earned their first credit. Then they should be let loose back into the world. No more entertainment world for them. And then call me when you're 18 and your frontal lobe has developed a little more. I feel like that's the problem is that the Millie Bobby Brown industrial complex has been let loose on this planet. Yes. And she just she just seems like she's I don't know. 
I think she knows that she's the breadwinner, and so she's bringing it. For but sure. I feel bad for her. I feel bad for her. But I don't know. She, I feel others. like she's flying clues too close to the sun. I just don't want. She's she's going to be like, she's going to be doing cocaine with them. No, she's going to be fine because she's British. Zach Efron. Like the Harry Potter kids all turned out great. Yes, because Harry Potter is showing his dong on Broadway eight nights a week. (laughs) Which, by the way, by the way, guys, I was third row center. Oh, how was it? (laughs) It was like, I was, I didn't know anything about the play. I knew it was horses. (laughs) Did you know that there was dong in it? Oh, I knew there'd be dong. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yes, third row center, very enjoyable. Listen, what can I say? It was dong. So, back to what I came here to talk about. <laughs> Henry Cavill is too hot to be Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes is a nerd that nobody likes and who no. just happens to solve all the crimes, Incorrect. even though everyone hates him. The police hate him. His brother hates him. His his friend John hates him. His <laughs> sister Enola hates him. No. Moriarty hates him. Everybody hates Sherlock Holmes. Why? Sherlock Holmes should not be hot. Benedict Cumberbatch Incorrect. is the only is the hottest person who should be allowed to play Sherlock Holmes because he's weird hot. You can't have someone classically like Henry Cavill looks like a man carved out of stone. He looks yes, like he's the statue of David. Is Too hot. And my question is, is the other actor, is that Watson, that hot guy? Um, I don't know. Oh, the one who's like more Britishy looking. He's so hot and he's such a great actor. I love that actor. Ugh, I can't believe I'm forgetting I don't know. I don't know. But I put this out to a vote. On the Hate Julie Twitter account. Sam Clayflin. Okay, go ahead. And the people voted. More than 50% said that Sherlock Holmes should not be hot. I totally disagree. (laughs) Here's the thing. Sherlock is always hot in a way, as you mentioned, that maybe you just don't understand. Mm. But there's something very hot about a man who is so brilliant. And maybe he's missing a couple social cues. But he is driven by truth and justice and honor and a passion for solving crimes. That is very hot. And it goes back to, and I know, I know my nineties kids will know, will hear this and feel this and celebrate this. This goes back to great mouse detective, even where the mouse detective, Basil Baker street, very hot, very hot. Now here's the thing. You're right. You're right. That, Someone's devotion to craft and single-mindedness about solving crimes is hot. (laughs) (laughs) That could be hot, but it should elevate someone who's like, oh, he's a little bit weird looking. Or she's a little bit, I don't know about her. But you're like, you know, you ever see a band? You ever see a band live and you're like... Mm. Like and maybe it's the first time you're seeing that band and the singer comes out, the guitarist comes out and you're like... That's the guy. That's the guy from the band, or that's the girl from the band. And then they start doing their thing. They start mm. singing, or they start charisma. And you're like, "Oh, I'm in love now. I'm yes. in love now." See, it elevates in the same way. Right. Like, I'm. What I'm saying is that Sherlock Holmes can be perceived as hot, but he should not be cast. At, he should not be cast. He should not be played by people who are like very ostensibly hot. He I cannot be played. Of- Superman is hot. Right. You can't have Superman. He's too, I will agree he is too hot, but I will say that he has to, Sherlock has to be pretty, he has to be decent looking and Watson has to be like the slob. Watson should be like just a dumpy, dumpy dude. Watson is like, Watson's his friend who's always trying to keep him on time and stuff. Yeah, and he's like, exactly. That's why he's like, he's lame. Watson is a simp. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> no Sims September. Um, no, I love I love it's, Sims. Respect Sims. Um, I, I so, can't wait. It's, it's September 26th. I can't wait for the Sims to get back in our life on October 1st. <laughs> One more week, Sims. <laughs> um, anyway, listen, guys. I asked for questions. Because <laughs> Nobody I has said, any. No, there are because oh, okay. I said we're not going to be able to 
podcast because there's nothing to talk about. But look, we did end up being able to chat a little bit. And so we have a ton of questions. Good. So let's get to it. Good. I'm sorry George, I wasted our time. <laughs> George Sings 96 oh. said. Is that a new? Pl- is that a newer name? It is a new new one if you were playing in this week's comps would you go for the power or prizes oh. i pick prizes as it's better to leave with something than nothing yeah i would also go for prizes yeah, like i think we're learning well i think we're learning as we go through and get sometimes these questions about ourselves in the house i think we're learning that i would be chaos in the house and brett would be like a more more um i would be a fave. Player. i would be an audience fave because i would no you wouldn't I would <laughs> try. I would blow people up in the damn DR. No, I would be oh, okay. so unbelievably. I would be so unbelievably mean and funny in the DR. Danielle, I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you know why you do not like Christmas Abbott? Do you think it's because I see myself in her? It's because you are her. No, no, <laughs> don't say that. That's horrible. Why would you say that to me? I saw this question and I saw, I thought about our the current cast. And I'm like, because I, I haven't seen any of the competitions or this or that. Yeah. Who's going to be playing for prizes this year? I know my girl Christmas is like. Hell no. Christmas let is Let me gonna... be your pawn. I just need an extra $7,500. No, Christmas is going to be she's like, a I'm taking mother. one for the team. Christmas is going to be like, oh, I'm so loyal. I'm going to try to win this comp. I don't care about the prizes. Listen, $5,000 is nothing to sneeze at. $5,000 would be a lot in all of our lives, right? Yes. Like, but, I mean, in the end, it's like half of it, you have to cut half of it to, to the government. Anyways, it's like $2,500. It's like you're on the show doing the damn thing. Just play the damn game. Like, what do you need? fucking $2,500 for a flat I, screen I, TV. I, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm sitting in front of a $2,500 flat screen t- TV, but I don't know. Like I, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see, but like, I'm not, I'm not necessarily looking forward to it because honestly, I think they're all going to play for the damn prizes. Cause they're all so vain. Yeah. Why not? I would um, play for power, but it also depends on your. It also depends on your like st- where you're at in the house. I think, obviously, like Kevin and David have to play for power this week, and nobody else really does because they'll still win the power anyways. Right. Well, two two different tacks there. <laughs> at, I'm very mad that you called me Christmas. <laughs> um, at Matt May eighty one, he asked. Did you two self-evict yourselves from potting about the rest of the season? <laughs> I think we'd all sadly understand. And I'll just wash my dishes in silence. Well, hey, clearly, Julie's a great podcast to wash your dishes, too. Yeah, clearly not. You can't get rid of us that easily. We're back. Um, from at Brady Griffin 528 do you think we are in for a complete overhaul of the show? New, sh- new host, new comps, better twists. Or do you think this is the last dreadful season? Or do you think status quo? Honestly, this is a great question, Brady, and I would love to do a complete revamp, rebrand. Maybe we'll do that pod after the season's over. We'll like pitch like what are Yes. Oh my gosh, that would be so fun. We'll bring it. It'll be like Shark Tank. I gotta think about it. Yeah, same. But I mean Busy Phillips is the host, so clearly. (laughs) I but do we do we think we're in do we think we're in for it? I don't think so, but I would love a complete overhaul. I, then, I yeah I think we need one too. It's just it's like super it's super fucking stale. The the competitions are stale. The just the way they go they go in and out of the segments with the same damn music every time, and it's like they do the veto drawing and they draw the the names out of the hat or whatever, and then at the end we still have to we still have five seconds each week where someone says. Big Brother will inform us when the competition is to begin. You know what? I think I would still understand the episode if like. Right. If like that was the end of it and then we got to like another scene and then the veto competition. Right. Or it's like. There's a lot of fat to be trimmed. Oh my God. It's like we explain the damn competition and then it's like, all right. So I have to get 
eight. Uh, there was the, yeah. there was a Tiger King Zingbot thing. So it's like I have to get three tigers from the maze, and it's like we just said this damn thing. It's it's super stale. It's like everyone working on this show. I'm sure it's like I'm sure everyone who's like the actual production people, whether it be on the competition, the comp design side, or the the editors, the producers, and stuff. I'm I know for a fact they're working their tails off, but yes. also it's like. It's so on autopilot that like right now that we've tell. seen what we're, what we get in this COVID nineteen season, I think it would have. I think maybe it would have been better to just let the crew have the summer off, let them <laughs> all like let them use it as a summer to brainstorm. Like, no, how yeah. are we really gonna shake things up? Hey guys, uh, yeah. it's it's Friday at eleven a.m. right now. Why don't y'all take the day? But mm-hmm. Monday morning, I need 25 fresh ideas on my yeah. desk. Yeah. <laughs> Take the summer. Um, from at UT Pink Longhorn, if you could be a wall yeller, what would you yell today to get the house turned upside down? And see, that question Huck makes em. me sad. It makes me sad because in any other season, this would be such a good question. But in this season, I don't care there's nothing that can be yelled so that will we make this interesting we didn't talk about this at all there was a wall yeller this week that shut down the feeds for like 18 hours because yeah. i think it was like tuesday someone uh, granted this is the podcast for casuals if you right. want if you want the actual facts please go somewhere else please someone yelled over the fence i think something about how Nicole was lying about the the Ian vote or something. I don't know. It was something about David and David was telling the truth. Whatever. Right. And it like stopped feeds for a little bit. And it's like not to victim blame the producers of Big Brother, <laughs> but like maybe if the show was like good, people wouldn't feel the need to fucking drive down to Studio City and like yell. Like right. secrets. Like maybe if it was enjoyable, people would like leave it the fuck alone. Or you know what? To bring it back to the last question, make make fucking wall yellers part of the show. Like once a week, yeah. there yeah. is a wall yeller. <laughs> once a week, you get to vote. Like you get to send in your voicemail to a number that BB provides, and if you win. Like that's a way to make it interactive, honestly, with the fans. Yeah. Is if you win, you your voicemail gets to be played. Like I don't know something. Ken <laughs> Bone from Missouri, calling in with the voicemail. Um, from Rennie Stan, do you think Busy Phillips was offended that the Zingbot said Danny looks old? Ugh, that's a great question. Poor Busy, poor Danny. I think Danny looks great. I also cannot, will not believe that. Rennie at Rennie Stan is anyone other than our own Danielle Gibson. <laughs> I'm just sending my own <laughs> questions in. <laughs> From Digi Cho, how will Christmas react to being put on the block slash backdoored slash evicted when it finally happens? How will she blame it on David or Day? Good, good. Yeah, that's a good call out. Like she will definitely find a way of making this. Of oh no, it wasn't Tyler, and it wouldn't be my boy Memphis. Cody would never do this to me. It must have been that David or that Kevin. It must have been yeah. Day. Like people who are gone and have literally nothing to do with it. I think she's going to react horribly. I think she's going to be terrible. Um, you know what it's like. Uh, the country of the Netherlands has preemptively issued a state of emergency because they've like won the World Cup and people are just like, right. I, why would I even put that on a, a nice country such as the Netherlands? The city of Philadelphia is like brought out the police battalions and stuff because the Eagles have won the Super Bowl and people are just like tearing down buildings and stuff in celebration. That's what will happen. We will. <laughs> there will be a preemptive state of emergency in whatever city because it's like, oh, Christmas. A wronged woman <laughs> yeah. with a chemical imbalance <laughs> and a need hatches. for speed has been unleashed upon our city. We just need to have. If that happens, I'm going to be like ready. John Goodman in Cloverfield Lane. I'm going to build my own oh. little underground lair and I'm going to be just waiting. And everyone, like, I'm going to find one lucky person to bring down there with me. And they're going to be like, wait, are you sure the world is upside down? And I'm going to be like, just you wait until Christmas is on the block. 
Um, <laughs> that was a good movie. <laughs> uh, Jersey. Oh, wait. So Halverson 21S wants to know, can you rate all the bad seasons of BB? BB 15, 16, 19, 21, and 22. Let's say the worst was 15. <sighs> no, actually, the absolute worst is this 22. season. Yeah. Is this season then is 15, the worst. then 16, then 21, then 19. Um, I think 21 is, I'm sorry, I think 16 is actually the most enjoyable of those seasons. I think that 21 actually, or 19 actually was, just because. 19, um, 19 was, 19 was weird. What was 21? Just because it had really good fights. <laughs> what was last season of Big Brother? Last season was Jackson. That was 21. That was Jackson rough. and Jack. No, that was a bad, that was a bad. Yeah, that was bad. I think, yeah, I think 16 and 19, I agree. I, I'm generally, though, I'm not going to list all nine of those. Right. I think I would probably put BB 16 first because, like, in I don't know. There was fun stuff. There was, like, yeah. It was just I thought boring. Derek, I, in retrospect, like, there's always Derek hate. Like, Derek was very good at the game. I understand why it was, like, boring to watch, but, like, he was, like, smoking people in that game in a way that I, that we only see once every five or six years on this game. Right. And I know that's boring, but also it's like, you got to respect it. At a certain point, it's like, this dude is, I was like, I was impressed. I was impressed by the end. I yeah. was like, man, I think it was I that final four it. veto where you have all three remain, all remaining people. You have, I think it's Cody, Victoria and Caleb. They're all saying that final four veto on, and their Dior's like, doesn't matter what happens in this competition because i know i'm like final two with Derek and like right he fucking incepted everybody in that season yeah, not to mention you had donnie on that season you had zach on that season there were a lot of good characters right. who made it enjoyable yeah. despite yeah it wasn't a hateful season it was just boring um jersey fresh 1310 what's the food you hold most sacred and why is it fried rice is this a reference to something in the episode that I didn't watch? <laughs> yeah, maybe. What's the food I hold most sacred? I mean, I like fried rice. I Don't also it. like fried rice. Now that you, now that you mention it, Jersey Fresh, I'm quite hungry. Don't get it um, twisted. I love great. some fried rice. I love I really yeah making fried rice with like oh I got some leftover ingredients. I got a little bit of soy sauce. I, I got a little this, bit of sesame oil. Let's go. I think it has to be this question, a reference to something in the show Big Brother that we do not watch. So (laughs) it just went over our heads. Um, Even though we have this Big Brother podcast. Now, this is the final question from Phil of Nine. Should the entire show be canceled? And should Chenbot and Zingbot take the show on the road? Whoa. Well, Zoom, Zoom road for now. Yeah. The Zoom road. Um, yes, the show should be canceled and completely rebooted and retooled. Um, Julie and Zingbot, let's face it, guys. We all like them enough. But once they reboot BB and they show us what a host can really be and what a Zingbot, an insult-slinging robot can really be, we're not going to think twice about Julie and Zingbot. Right now, we're just like, they're the best we've got that we Stockholm know of, syndrome. so we're sticking with them. But it's like it's like when you get freshly divorced and you go on Tinder oh. and suddenly you're like, these smoke shows live in my area? <laughs> when was the so, last time you hopped on tinder danielle <laughs> not since i met my husband <laughs> many moons ago rough rough going on the yeah tinder well well then maybe then maybe it'll be the opposite maybe <laughs> everything will get rebooted and we will long for the day that we had julie and zingbot uh julie chen namesake of this show icon of her age let's be real folks julie chen's a flop she's like a <laughs> massive flop oh, she's her a nickname flop the thing that endears her to the audience is how bad of a host she is <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and the fact like, that she just happens to have been there <laughs> since we all first started watching the show so she's ingrained with the memory of it so it's sort of a nostalgic like it's almost like being a part like 
part of your family where it's like, we're allowed to make fun of her. But if someone else did, we'd be like, Hey, wait, she does a pretty good job. Actually, you know, the show's live and that's actually really hard to host. It's hard to host a show live, (laughs) but like on a real level, we know that she's kind of a fuck up. So what nickname shall we give our host? We've spent the last two decades with, we've invited her into our house every summer, all summer long live. Nonetheless, what shall we name her? Let's call her a robot because we know nothing about her other than she supports <laughs> her gross-ass fucking rapist husband. Yeah, exactly. Guys, thank you so much for your questions. They were wonderful. And so many of them. And I really thought I told Brett when we started recording, I said, we're only going to have a 20-minute long episode today. And look at that, folks. This is a fat, juicy episode. I said, This is a Danny, W-A-E, wet-ass episode. said, Danny... Just mute yourself. I'm going to go off on Enola Holmes for 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you for listening and tweeting and staying with us throughout the week, even though obviously we are not as active as we once were because the season is a flop. But we're always there on Twitter at HeyJulieBB. We haven't mentioned who won the head of household and who the nominees are. <laughs> That's how little we care. <laughs> Briefly. Cody's the HOH, Kevin and David are the nominations, which means we probably will not be doing an episode on Monday or Tuesday. No, don't count on it, guys. Don't count on it. We'll be back after the triple. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Guys, thank you so much. We love you. Bye, Julie. Bye, Julie.